Hey everybody, welcome to Here's the Deal uh, with your host, uh, Rick Countryman. I'm glad you're tuning in. Maybe you're watching it on Facebook. Uh, maybe you're listening it to it on the, the podcast. Anyway, e either way, I'm just glad you're joining us. I think uh, today's going to be great. I got my friend uh, Greg Perkins here today, and I'm going to have him join me in just a moment. Greg and I go way, 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 way back, and he's the, the senior pastor of a church in Waterford, and we're going to have a great time. But before we get there, let me just kind of do a couple of house uh, cleaning things here. If you're watching this on Facebook, the best thing that that you could do is when this is over with, hit share, okay? Share it with a friend, get it out there, and, and even leave a comment. I don't answer every comment, okay? But I read every comment. Those of you that know me, you can email me at rickc at bvg.org, rickc at bvg.org. And I usually get back to every single email. Uh, sometimes I'll take all those emails that I get, and I get lots, hundreds of them, and I'll go, hey, it looks like a lot of people have this question. And so I use those to determine future shows. And so please do that. If you have my phone number, you can text me, you can call me. If you see me walking around town or walking in my neighborhood or at Rayleigh's or Save Mart or whatever, you got a question, please uh, don't be afraid to ask. If you're watching this on or you're listening to it on the podcast, the best thing you can do is give it a rating, okay? A five-star rating. I don't want a four or a three or a two or a one. Come on. I want a five-star rating and then leave a comment. And that's one of the ways that uh, those podcasts have algorithms based upon how many, you know, people leave a, a rating that gets the program out there, okay? And usually, if you are signed up on the, the podcast, one usually drops. It literally comes on your phone. You'll see it, a little thing. Bink, a new podcast just dropped from Here's the Deal with Rick Countryman. So it's really important that uh, I get as many people as I can on the podcast because I think someday in the future, that's all this is going to be. And I know those of you that are hearing this that are watching it on Facebook are bummed out. It's not going to happen for a while. But uh, so also wanted to let you know, I am going to uh, be in Baltimore. Uh, I'm leaving tomorrow or the next day and I'm preaching in a church in Baltimore. I'm excited about it. Um, the pastor of the church is a young guy named Matt Osdall. He was a student in the youth ministry when I was at Big Valley Grace, and I'm excited to see how God is working in and through him. And uh, I'm going to be talking about why does a loving God allow bad things to happen to good people? That's my topic that he gave me. So uh, looking forward to that. Okay, so with all that, Greg, come on over here. This is uh, my friend, uh, Greg Perkins, and we've known each other a long, long time. And so, Greg, why don't you tell everybody about your church, where it's located, times that the services meet, all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. I'm the senior pastor at First Southern Baptist Church out in Waterford. Excited to uh, be there. We meet on Sundays. Uh, our worship service is at 1030. Uh, we still have a Sunday evening service. 
uh, at 5.30 and then midweek we have uh, Bible study and ministry for uh, kids and youth at uh, 6 o'clock on Wednesday night. So if you're out in Waterford, Hickman uh, area, uh, or if you don't have a church uh, yet and would love to come check it out, we'd love to have you. Yeah, hey, hey, there's no joke. I've been there. Okay, I've smoked there. And literally, if you live somewhere in the Waterford area, Hickman or whatever all those little towns are out there, uh, or I don't care, you live in Modesto and you're looking for a, a great church, let me recommend getting out there. It's, it's, it's worth, it's worth at least checking out. Okay. So if you live out there, go there. I recommend it highly. And, uh, maybe, Maybe you're watching this and you used to go to church and for whatever reason, you haven't gone to church in a long time. Maybe you got hurt at church. Maybe, you know, something took place. Why don't you make this weekend the weekend you go, you know what? I'm going to go check it out. And I'm serious. Drive to Waterford. It's, 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 it's worth it. Maybe, you know, you're new to the area and I know they're building all kinds of stuff all around Modesto and Waterford and all that. You're new. You're looking for a church. You got to, you got to go there. And, and check it out. Okay. So have no idea how he's going to answer the question, but the topic has been, I've brought all these senior pastors in, right? I've had Salida, Modesto, now Waterford, and I'm just asking the question and I don't know what he's going to say. We've been sitting in my living room, just talking away and I have no idea. But the question is, is what, what is the church facing? And, and I, and I'm not talking about his church. It could be his church, but I'm talking about the church universal. What is something that you see as a senior pastor that, you know, concerns you or whatever? Well, I've been very fortunate uh, in my 25 years of ministry to see a lot, to, to be a part of a lot of uh, ministries. And, uh, but when you become a senior pastor, it's a different ballgame. And uh, you see, you see the whole pie now instead of your your little slice of it as an associate pastor, youth pastor, music pastor, whatever whatever part you were you were playing. But the conferences I've been able to go to, the things I've been able to read, now seeing things from this vantage point, I really think that for believers in the church in particular, I think we've lost uh, a healthy reverence uh, for the Lord. And and I, I see that played out in the other things that we've allowed to come in and fill the gap uh, of our lives uh, that church used to fill. Hmm. Um, you know, church used to be the the main priority for believers. And now church is either, hmm. either Saturday night or Sunday hmm. morning. And um, let alone the fact that, how do you how do you as a believer who is told in the scriptures to assemble with the other saints how do you practice the one another's in scripture how do you how do you love one another how do you serve one another how do you pray for one another so i think that uh that for believers uh, there's a, there's a lack of a healthy respect and reverence uh for the lord and it's it's played out in we well, only show up on sunday one of the I don't know. He's kind of the guru, if you will, for uh, like uh, statistics and things. Barna, George Barna. He says that the average believer, the average follower of Christ, somebody who's submitted their life to the Lord, they've 
surrendered their life to Christ. They've denied themselves. They've taken up the cross. They're following the Lord, okay? That soul goes to church like 1.3 times a month. Think that through. 1.3 times a month is when the the average believer, now I know there are some of you out there, you're there four times a, 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 a week, I get it. But the average guy or gal or family, it's 1.3 times a week. And that is a troubling statistic. It really is to think that out of a whole month, you're going to give up basically one it's not even a day. It's, it's, it's an hour, an hour and a half. Man, that, that, that is troubling. I heard a pastor from, uh, Northern Ireland recently. Uh, he, he pastors here in the States now down in Anaheim. Uh, but he said, uh, he was talking about this, uh, this very thing. And one of the things he said was, he, he said, we dare not make the Lord's day the Lord's half day. Huh. And boy, how we have done that in the church as a whole, even in, our own congregation sometimes, I see one group of people one week and the next week I see the other, but they all come on a fairly regular basis. Yeah, yeah. In fact, that is that is something is that you, as pastors, you, you look out into the congregation and on a typical weekend, however many people are there, you have X amount of people. Usually you at least have to double that. And if Barna's statistics are right, triple that and that that's how many people are a part of the church yeah this yeah. they're only coming once every third sunday which means they're only hearing a message from the their pastor once every third sunday and boy it makes it hard to love them and care for them and love the, you know all those kinds of things well peter tells us in first peter 5 to to shepherd the flock of god among you exercising oversight it's a challenge to do that, yeah. to exercise that that oversight when the sheep are only there one and a half, two and a half times a month. Why, why do you think, and it'd be interesting, you know, maybe for some of you even to post some things or email me some things. What's, what, what, are, what are believers doing? Instead of saying, I'm gonna set aside an hour, an hour and a half, to go and worship the Lord and do all those things, sing and give my gifts and whatever all that entails. What, what's what's jamming up their time? Well, what I've seen uh, over the years, um, sports, sports has has taken not not for them obviously, yeah, their kids. but for their kids, their kids, yeah, for their kids. Sports used to have a respect for Sunday yeah. and Wednesday, yes. knowing that. Yeah. People came to church, That's but right. a couple decades ago, that started to change, yeah. and um, sports started to meet on Sundays. Yeah. But I think parents also started focusing more on their kids mm -hmm. and their their athletic yeah. ability as opposed to their their spiritual Don't, needs. Yeah. And I've always had great respect for those families, even those and where it's really hard is you know when your kid's a star athlete. Yeah. But the family has said. Sundays yeah. for, for the Lord, the, the rest of the week, yeah. we've got a chance to, to do that. But I think those things have sports, other hobbies have come in and, and taken that place. And over time, uh, we've, we've let it fill up. And, and, and I, I think, I think moms and dads motives were good. 
I like the idea that a mom and dad want to spend time with their kids. Right. Right. I I think that's a a great thing. It's a needed thing. Right. But what happened was our enemy somehow laid something out there on a Sunday. My house, where this is being recorded, we have probably the largest soccer facility anywhere in the area. And there are grass fields and fake fields. It's a beautiful facility. I can leave here on a Sunday morning to head to church. And there are times when there are cars everywhere. I mean, the parking lot's filled up. They're down the, the, the street and there are these leagues and you're seeing all of these kids that all are attached to parents and you know a high percentage of them are followers of Christ. And yet there they are kicking around ball around. Motive is good. I want my kid. I want to be around my kid. But wow, you, 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 I think, and this is going to offend somebody. I think what happens is, is that moms and dads have chosen the good over the very best. Is it good to play soccer and all that? Yeah, that's good. But the very best is on a Sunday morning that you're together in church, hearing from the Lord and fellowshipping with his people. The other truth that matches up with that uh, lack of a healthy reverence for the Lord is an, is an increase in, in an unhealthy fear of man. And I think huh. that's where hmm. those things come in because uh, the, the coaches or the, or the uh, extracurricular uh, whatever leaders say, well, if, if your kid's not here, then, then they're not going to be the yeah. starter. They're not going to be, yeah. not going to be able to be involved and, and parents panic yeah. and, and, and end up choosing yeah. the good over, over what's best and, and being strong enough in their relationship with the Lord to say, Hey, we, we love you and, and we want our child to participate in this, but uh, we have such a great reverence and respect for the Lord that we're not going to take the yeah. Lord's day. Yeah. And make it the Lord's half day. Yeah. And, and I realize that there's a fear because you think your kid's not going to play. Your kid won't make the team or your, whatever. But who knows what might happen when a mom and a dad just simply trust the Lord and go to the coach in a very respectful way and say, you know what? My son or my daughter really wants to be on the team, but they won't be there on Sundays because we have a, a love for the Lord and he kind of trumps everything else. And so I'd like for my son to be on the team. I hope he gets to play or whatever, but we won't be there on Sunday. You never know how the Lord will work in that coach's heart. Even no matter what he said, well, if you're not here, you don't get to play. Hey, look, the Bible says that God holds the, the hearts of kings, kings in his hands, right? He holds the, the heart of that coach in his hand. Who knows how that testimony might work in other players' lives, the coach's life, if you simply trusted the Lord more than you feared the coach. Well, and let, let's let's look down the road a little bit. How, how many kids end up going to college and right. playing that sport? Let alone how many kids beyond that end up going yeah. professional? And we dedicate this inordinate amount of time yeah. to these things. And a few years later, they're done. All, yeah. all that stuff's just sitting over yeah. there in the corner. Yeah. And, hey, and, and another thing we face 
is we do these special things. This is summer camp is coming up. So you all of a sudden go, hey, we're going to do a summer camp. And summer camp's going to cost whatever the amount is, X amount of dollars. And parents go, oh, I can't afford that. That's way too much money. But they're dropping thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on soccer camps and soccer retreats and soccer tournaments. But you can't afford to invest in your son or your daughter's spiritual life. It's it's crazy some of the things that we see. And, And the point isn't to make any of you feel guilty. If you do feel guilty, maybe that's the Holy Spirit. I, I don't know, but our point is just to simply talk about something we, we see in the church. If it's playing itself out in your heart and mind right now, praise the Lord. I hope you take some action. If it's not, that's okay. We're just two guys talking about what's going on in the church. So what what's one thing that a mom and a dad could do? Just one thing. We only got a couple minutes here to maybe prioritize Sunday mornings for for a family. Maybe it's a single mom, a single dad. Maybe it's just a single person. Maybe it's a a family. What's one thing you might say, listen, think about this, pray about this, that might help them maybe reprioritize their, their, their life a little bit? Well, I would say for them to just begin with, start prioritizing the worship service at your church. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to commit at whatever time our service is at our church. Yeah. We're going to commit to being there and start being faithful to be there. I can remember growing up, uh, my parents take, taking us to church. I, I don't ever remember missing. Right. You know, now, if we were sick, I'm sure right. they kept us home. But it, even on vacation, mm-hmm. my parents would find the local church, and that's where we were yeah. on on Sunday morning. So just taking, I'm not talking about the Bible classes or small groups or other things. I'm talking about just take the worship service and commit to being there and, and just be disciplined to not let those other things interfere in that hour and a half of time. You know, I wonder how many people in their, um, day timers their their smartphones or calendars or whatever, you know, we we put down all of our times like like this was in my calendar that I'm doing this at noon on Wednesdays. When I called Greg, he put it in his calendar. I wonder how many people put in their calendar Sunday morning. Now, I'll be honest with you. I don't put it in mine because it's just a part of my DNA. Right. I don't need to put Sunday morning you know, go to church. I just know I'm, I'm going unless I'm on vacation or, or sick. Yeah. It's just a part of my DNA. And, and part of that is we, we work at the church. So it's <laughs> in our DNA, but probably for the average soul that's watching this or listening to this, probably be a good thing to just literally say Sunday morning, you know, we as a family are going to get up, have a nice breakfast, and then we'll go to church. Maybe we'll have lunch afterwards and, and make it a, a day, talk about what you learned in, in the Sunday school class. Ask your child, hey, what'd you learn in youth group today? Let them ask you, hey, what, what did, you know, what did Greg teach this morning? And just have a dialogue about how the Lord was at work in, in your lives. Wow, put it on your calendar, It'll probably make a, a, a huge difference. So if you live in the Waterford area, you need to go check out Greg's church, okay? 
It's the Southern Baptist Church in Waterford. Now, some of you might be going, well, what is the Southern Baptist Church? Uh, for those of you that it, 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 it's a, it's a church like I church. We just don't put Southern Baptist in front of it. We have this, we believe the same things. Our theology's the, the same. All that kind of stuff's the same. It's not a weird place. Ours isn't a weird place. It's a great church. You need to check it out. Okay. By the way, what's the address? 132 E Street, and we're right across from the uh, Sheriff's Department and Fire Station. Hey, hey, hey. So, uh, if the building catches on fire, you're golden. We're set. You're, you're golden. Yeah. And, or if something crazy happens, the police is right across the street. So, all the more reason why you got to go check it out. Hey, hit share if you're watching this on Facebook. Make sure, again, that you leave a rating if you're listening to this on the podcast. Okay. Blessings, everybody.